What is up, team? We're back here again, the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and St. John's is 2-0. All right, 2-0, and again, we win lead uh, from wire to wire. We beat St. Peter's 91-70 to in a game where, once again, we were never tested. Um, although the competition level took a step up, it's still not where it needs to be. And uh, come Indiana this next week, we'll really get our first glimpse against some big-time competition and how our our fellas stack up, but so far, so good. Um, again, dominant performance, St. John's 91 to 70. We shot 50% from the field, uh, 44% from three, 13 threes made overall, 82% from the stripe. We were 18 from 422. St. Peter's, on the other hand, was 41% from the field, 33% from three, and a miserable 55% from the stripe. So we outshot them across the board. We had more size, more depth. We were the obvious, the more talented team, and uh, we showed it. Another enjoyable game to watch. A lot of the new pieces had good games. Some of them struggled a little bit more tonight, um, but the ebbs and flows of a college basketball season. Uh, not everyone's going to hit, you know, more than fifty percent of the sh- more than fifty percent of their shots on most nights. Um, some quick. You know, negative side stuff, nothing too too big, but they did out-rebound us by one. Um, we gave up 14 offensive rebounds. We had 15 turnovers. Posh had a few of them. He handles the ball so much, you kind of expect him to have a couple. Uh, some guys that don't handle as much. Uh, Wheeler had three. Pinzone had two. Smith had two. Soriano had two. So as a group, we got to be a little more tight with the basketball. Uh Make sure we're getting the most out of our possessions. Um, guys, especially those, you know, peripherally, uh, per- peripheral, those ancillary ball handlers, you know, not Posh, not Smith. We can't afford to have, you know, multiple turnover games from those guys. They got to be sure-handed, uh, take care of the basketball when they get it, and don't put themselves in opportunities where they're going to turn it over. They got to be smarter in situations um, like that. Um, and one thing, you know, goal 10 so far, I think we had three tonight and they were all pretty obvious. Tariq Turner said stuff like, I want my guys blocking that shot regardless. Why? Why would you, why would you say that Tariq? But, um, I guess maybe one time to do it for an intimidation factor, you could say, but I think we've had four so far in the season. Maybe I'm confusing the Baruch game with, um, Mississippi Valley state, but other than tonight, I at least seen it once before. But just got to share that up. I mean, you know, we should know. It shouldn't happen more than one time in a game, that's for sure, where you where you have an obvious goaltending call. Um, but uh, we dominated them in the first half. I think it was 47 to 27 after one half. And in the second half, we only outscored them by one point. But, you know, at that point, it's a different feel. You'd like to see us extend that lead out to 30, 40 points. But... Yeah, it's it's hard to keep your foot on the on the gas pedal and stay motivated for 40 minutes when you're clearly clearly the better team but um we were still able to see some great things i mean Tariq Coburn, Coburn again 
shot the lights out of the ball. Um, Posh Alexander shot the lights out of the ball. Julian Champagny, to be expected, shot the lights out of the ball. And uh, some other guys helped out, shipped out in different areas. Mathis didn't shoot as well as those guys, but he had a great defensive game, had a f uh, five assists. Um, so he did some things well other than scoring the basketball. Wheeler did some other things well. Uh, we can just go down the box, score quick while we're at it. Uh, Soriano, eight points. Um, Soriano had eight points and five rebounds. He shot four for seven from the field, so still shooting well himself. He's huge out there. Um, he had that one big dunk on that nice driving dish from Posh in the first half. He had another um, lane in the second half just to follow up, rebound. He's huge. And tonight he had a big size advantage again. We'll get to see him against a, a big-time Big Ten front line this week and see how he stacks up there. But so far he's been a, a real pleasure to see, um, something we really haven't had to uh, – to witness in a St. John's uniform in, in a very long time. Uh, Champagny, 22 points, four rebounds, two steals. He was five for 10 from three on the season so far. He has 42 points on only 27 shots, so he's been extremely efficient. He's not hunting shots. He's letting the game come to, come to him, and it's such a pleasure to see a kid who has all this hype. He's got so much to play for in terms of you know, pro aspirations, pro prospects, and he's still letting the game come to him. He's not a ball hog. He's not, you know, a volume scorer. He's a, he's just a basketball player, and he's and he's balling, and, and, and it's it's awesome to see him developing his time here at St. John's. Um, Posh, 12 points, nine assists, one steal, did have three turnovers. Again, his shooting has been great, uh, you know, these first two games. Two for four from three, five for eight overall. Um, he's been even more efficient than Champ. He's got 30 um points on just 15 shots. Tariq Colburn also has 30 points on just 15 shots. That's shots total, not shots made. It's just extremely efficient from those three guys to start the season. And it's no surprise there are three leading scorers. Uh, Mathis had six points, six rebounds, five assists, three steals, one block, only one turnover. He was only one for seven from the field. One of those was a missed dunk, so, you know, wash that away. It just it, it probably won't happen very often, if ever again. But um, he's not, you know, that's kind of what I expected. Him to fill up the stat sheet in other areas, not have efficient shooting nights. But hopefully he can, you know, realize on those nights where he's not hitting his shots um, to not force the issue. Um, and he didn't really look to force the issue tonight. That one drive and finish he had was a really uh, tough finish in the paint. He got fouled, made the shot. He was 5 for 5 from the line, so that's a good thing to see. Um, these first two games have been extremely up-tempo. We haven't really had to get to a, a grinded-out stage in, at either point. Um, so he hasn't had to play in the half court. We'll see how he does when that time comes. Um, Steph Smith, 5 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. He was 0 for 2 from 3, 2 for 4 overall. He's still looking to hit his first 3 on this season. Um, on that opposite note, I just said about Mathis, we haven't really had to play in the half court. I think Smith might be more, he's definitely more adept to playing in the half court. Um, Mathis and Wheeler were coming from systems that were slowed down. We figured a fast tempo, tempo will unleash their game, uh, bring out the best in it. Smith also coming from a slowed down system at Vermont. Maybe he's more suited for that, better suited for a slowdown system. Not that he looks bad out there in any sense, but he hasn't really got 
unhinged quite quite as much as the other guards and maybe in situations where we do have to slow it down against better competition or in games where we just can't get the up-tempo pace that we want smith's half court awareness his ability to hit shots in the half court to use pick and rolls and and different things like that will you know come to the forefront so although he hasn't really had big numbers these first two games he hasn't looked bad um hopefully he 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 uh he feels fine with his performance and um He'll uh, see more shots fall as the season progresses. To the bench, um, Aaron Wheeler at 11 points, seven rebounds, one assist. He was two for three from the three, three for four overall. He was also three for four from the line. So Mathis and Wheeler, two guys who don't have great free throw percentages so far through their careers, were combined eight for nine from the free throw line. That's good to see. Um, Wheeler only played 18 minutes, so that 11 points and seven rebounds is great production. Um, he looks to box out, um, which is a great sign. You know, Purdue is a classically coached team. They always got big guys. They're tough in the paint. So the fact that he looks to box out is no surprise. I mean, he's not as strong as the other other bigs we have, but as long as he's working hard and putting a body on somebody, he has the length and the athleticism to go up and get a rebound. Um, two good games for Wheeler. Um, Coburn, 17 points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. He was three for five from three, five for seven overall. Um, just a lights out shooter, not just a guy who can shoot. He's a guy who has to be guarded as soon as he he's on the court. Um, takes just a split second to get the shot off. He's tall enough to get it off with someone near him. Looks like it's pure and he's not scared to shoot it. Our guys know to find him. It's just, I don't, I don't want to get too ahead of it, but he just seems like the real deal in, in terms of a shooter. And he does seem a little bit sloppy with the basketball when he's got it and he's not looking to shoot. I do have this kind of little uneasy feeling, like I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, he doesn't seem too, uh, you know, he seems so, so calm that he doesn't seem like he's worried about losing the ball or worried that anything could happen. Um, if he's shooting, I got all the confidence in the world. If he's handling it around a couple of defenders, I'm a little bit worried. But right now through two games, he seems like the clear um, choice for our third offensive option and um, someone who will be hard to keep out of games. Um, I like him off the bench as the offensive weapon. I think that it seems like a, a good option to have. Um, it allows our other guys, Mathis and um, Smith, to get comfortable, um, you know, not forcing the issue offensively. Um, and then if we do have to, you know, start getting some points, we can bring Coburn off in off the bench, and you can uh, just start chucking them up, you know. And they're not chucks when you're a good shooter. Um, Wusu, he had three points, hit a three. He was one for two from three. The one miss was at the buzzer at the end of the first half from <clears throat> 35 feet. Um, two assists. He also had a really nice pass to Wheeler on a pick and roll, where Wheeler didn't make the basket, but he got fouled. Um, I think Wusu is a guy in the pick and rolls who um, really, really is a threat to make good plays. Uh, he can get in the paint. He can uh, find the roller. He can find other guys on the wing spotting up. I just, I'm a big fan of his game. And he hasn't uh, played the most minutes these these first two games. He's still slowly working his way back, I think. But as the season progresses, I think he's going to be right there, 20 or so minutes a game, being a huge part of what we do. Second half, closing time, and half-court situations, he's a guy who can break down his defender. He can post up. He, we know on defense he always knows where to be. He gets steals, rebounds, deflections, all that stuff. Um, who else? Stanley. 
still hasn't missed. Three for three today. That makes him 10 for 10 for the season. He had six points, one rebound, and only 11 minutes. Pinzone was a little bit rusty today. In his 12 minutes, he didn't score. He had two turnovers, no rebounds, no assists, 0 for 2 from the field. So not his best performance, but he's just a freshman. Um, St. Peter's had some quick guards. They were, you know, they were pressing us as well, and um, nothing to worry about long long term. If you expected these guys to never have off games, then you got to lessen your expectations. All right. Um, but through two games, we still haven't had to play from behind. We still haven't had to play with any type of pressure in terms of game situations. We still haven't had to. Uh, you know, deal with any troubles throughout a game, any type of dire situation, how we're going to react if shots aren't falling, we get some bad calls go against us. Another team's got a guy who gets hot for a stretch, um, an injury, God forbid. And until we see all that stuff, we really can't take these outcomes too far. All right, it's great to see. We're scoring a ton of points. We have shooters on the court. We have some size options, okay, including Soriano, who is... Physically, he's big of a player we've seen at St. John's, especially when you can consider he moves well enough. You know, he's not one of the De La Rosa brothers who are huge, but they couldn't move. Um, but, you know, two games, we're happy, right? We're happy so far. Indiana coming up this week. I'm going to do a preview of Indiana, I think. Look at what they've done so far. You know, I'm not going to you know, go too long on that, maybe 10, 15 minutes of just what to expect. We'll talk about the two games so far in more depth and uh, what Indiana's got, what we got to do, stuff like that. But guys, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Red Storm Rapid Reaction on YouTube. Um, subscribe on the Apple Podcast or Spotify. Like, rate, review, subscribe, all that crap, all that shit. I'm begging over here. No, I'm just kidding. I appreciate it. Um, but so far, so good. Um, anything else I want to talk about? Posh, nine assists. He's averaging eight assists through two games. That's great. Um, 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 no, I think that's it, guys. So for Pat Kane, I am Paris Horn. Or for Paris Horn, I am Pat Kane. This has been the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.